Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blanket Daily Podcast where we talk sports. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus. It is Thursday, February 17th, episode number 460. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad. Right Good. side of the week. Headed down. Go- going into a three-day weekend, you know, President's Day on Monday. Kind of nice. Little, nice. Little break. Yeah. Has President's Day always been uh, a holiday that people have school and work off? Well, yeah, I believe so. I mean, not everybody. Right? Yeah, of course, not everybody. Po- You'll post office, that. post <laughs> office is closed. The uh, the banks are closed. Schools are closed. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, you know, that's not every not not everybody's off on uh, you know. Because the grocery store is open. Right, right. Know. Well, how about this? I just uh, I just heard an awesome stat that is somewhat true. Did you know that George Washington is still making decisions in our country? I did not know that. Yeah, every do, time do a coin tell. is flipped. Hey, right? There That's a go. lot of decisions being made. Lots of decisions being made by old George so when we think, you know, the president, you know, isn't really doing that much or whatever, well, still making decisions. Yep. Pretty good. And, see? and, the, and the quarter the quarter is the, the desired coin flipping. Event, <laughs> yes, right? it is. I mean, it's not, yeah, we don't, we don't flip a penny. We don't, no. def, definitely don't flip a dime. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you would never yes. flip a dime. No. I mean, you could flip, like, I guess maybe a silver dollar would be all, ideal if you had one. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, do they even? They don't make silver dollars anymore, right? It's the gold, little gold, little gold dollar pieces. Yeah, but we, you know, people still have them around. I think, but you don't carry it. So yeah, it's a quarter. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You carry your uh, your your silver dollar for only for coin flipping. (laughs) You whip that out of your pocket. I'm ready. All right. Hold on, hold on, just a second. I got, I've got the the just the right coin for this occasion right here. Let's let's flip this. Yeah. Yeah, and how about Rochambeau is kind of probably the go-to in more situations than a coin flip. Yeah, because how many people really carry change around with them? <laughs> yeah, very few. And right? what, and while we're talking Rochambeau, what's funny is my kids do this thing, shoot, that we did not do growing up. I don't know where that came from. They do rock, paper, scissors, and then shoot as like when you put your rock or paper or scissors out. Like I grew up as one uh-huh. to drop it. And yeah. like, bang, bang, here it is. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors, whatever. Scissors, paper, rock, whatever it is. Uh-huh. But the kids, like my girls, they come home from school and they're always doing this basically rock, paper, scissors, and then you put it out. So we, we have the standardized version at our house. Hmm. Well, as long as you know the rules going in, it has to be, you know, the rules have to be agreed upon before. Right. But where did it because... change? What did you grow up doing? Uh, yeah. Did you do shoot? You, you hold out your hand, right? Yep. Yeah. You go bang, one, bang, two, bang. Three, bang. Yeah. Right. One, two, so, three, so, bang. Yeah. So you do the fourth then. Yeah. One, two, three, bang. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think yeah, we grew up. We grew up doing one, two, three. That was yeah. it. Oh, one, two, bang. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess. I guess that, that feels Weird, okay huh? too. Yeah. Because I mean, we did this literally every day of my life. Big Kahuna will attest to this. Uh, when we were on the ball field, that's how you decided who got to bat first, who got first pick, maybe. Like you know, when we were picking teams playing ball, got, that's what you who did. Who got who got to ride shotgun? 
no way that that's a called yeah, thing. You call, that's a you called call thing. It. Yeah. And then, it. Oh, it's <laughs> when it's tied, that's what I don't know how to decide. Then it's probably a Rochambeau, but yeah. yeah. Cause my girls will do that now. Step outside, shotgun, shotgun, like same time. <laughs> and I have to go, Nope, sorry. I have to say, Nope. One of you got it first. <laughs> gonna have to call. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to decide this. I'm sorry for somebody, but you know, hey. yeah. Rules are so, rules. So I hope that we're not, all this to say, I hope that we're not doing Rochambeau or coin flip or anything to decide if we're doing the Falcons today. I don't really want to do the Falcons for quite a while. Can yeah, we put that not, off? They're, they're not up for a while. Sorry. We don't, Sorry, Kahuna. Yeah, we don't wants have to, one. He wants to get I, I, I love it. You know, it, it just shows that we, we, you know, people are listening. It's good. Love it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's chiming in yesterday. What are we talking about the Falcons? Let's talk about the Falcons tomorrow. I think we just talked more about them than there is to talk about on their team. Yeah, yeah we're done. Kyle Pitts, done. <laughs> done. All right. Cool. Falcons covered. There we go. We Check took that box. That. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lost on this. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Jack Eichel debuted last night. Uh, he yes. skated, skated to a minus one. He had – What does uh, that mean? What does that four mean? Four So, a minus one is – it's a little complicated, but not really complicated. So you get a, a plus or a minus rating by the number of points uh, that your team scores, the number of goals that your team scores while you are on the ice. Now, if your team gives up goals while you're on the ice, um, it it's a minus. counts as a, as a minus. If, you, gotcha. if, you, if your team scores goals while you're on the ice, then that's a plus, right? So obviously, We need you, this for baseball and football. We need this for football. That'd be awesome, right? You're, yeah, he's a minus 49. <laughs> right? He's a minus the, the, 22. The, the, worst, the worst cornerback in the league. Is, uh, yes. yeah, he's a minus 628. And, uh, you know. But... Right? <laughs> That's fascinating. I like this. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, yes. so uh, while or minus, he was out there. Now, there's, now there are, there are and, I, and I won't get into all of the ins and outs, of, but there are power play ramifications. There are shorthanded. Uh, there are pulling the goalie ramifications. I mean, there are all kinds of things that factor into this. But uh, right. you know, the, the long and short of it is, if the if you're on the ice when your team scores a goal, you get a plus. If you're on the ice when your team gives up a goal, you get a minus. And you obviously want to be more plus than minus in that one. Right. So, but if so, but if um, you but if your team scored and they scored, you'd be at zero. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Even and or... you and you were on the ice. Yeah. You yeah, have to gotcha. be on the ice for that. So uh, being that the Avalanche shut the uh, the Golden Knights out two to nothing last night would mean there that there's no there were no pluses on the on the no. <laughs> None. Side, yeah. side of the ledger, right? Because I'm getting this. All right, I got it. Yeah. All right, I got it. So that so he, sucks. He he didn't. Yeah, help so he was team. a minus one. He had four four penalty minutes. He had uh, one shot on goal, one hit. He was on the ice for uh, seventeen minutes and thirty two seconds, which is a little low. Uh, but you know he's working in, and he's working in in top six top six role, right? So it means that he's on the ice with the first unit. There okay. are usually three to sometimes even four different units that skate, and then you've got your power play units, and you've got your penalty kill units, and and these are all um, meshed together. So he, yeah. and he skated, uh, let's see. So 1732 total time on the ice. He had, um, let's see, uh, a hundred, uh, a minute and 50 on the power play. Yeah. And he was eight, he won eight faceoffs and lost 11. So a little under 50% on that, but, but taking oh. faceoffs, which is good. You want, I mean, in, in the categories league, 
like our, our hockey leagues are, uh, face-offs are important. So you want, you know, eight, eight face-off wins. It's not a bad night. Well, face-offs uh, are very important if you escape prison and you need to change faces with someone else. Yes, face-off. Yeah. You know, Nicholas Cage. Uh, John Travolta. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I know that Daddy-O is going to be very proud of you for using the word unit so many times in this episode. Units. Yes, units. So good job. Speaking of which, did you read uh, Daddy-O's message in the chat this morning? Very that was ridiculous. Stuff. Wild, right? The number, the number 50 and how many times it appeared. And uh, apparently Sidney Crosby is a little bit uh, superstitious. And I'm going to try to get to this just because these numbers were amazing. Is his number 50? I have to wonder. (laughs) No, his number is not 50. Uh, He is 87. 87. Um, Sid, so uh, daddy, I'll just read daddy's message here. It says Sid's very superstitious with numbers. So it was pretty cool that his 500th career goal was his also his 150th power play goal it was his 50th goal against the flyers it was the 50th game of the season this year uh so and, and he scored the goal at 16 34 16 plus 34 equals 50 <laughs> that is so out of this world wild numbers yeah how, yeah. how 50 played into that for uh, and someone and- was on top of all of this which is cool Somebody nailed all, that. yeah, all of that. Nice work. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't, have, uh, we wouldn't have figured that stuff out. So now, if it was the daddyo sitting there in his uh, tidy whities with his mustache flowing and his long, <laughs> his long red mane tickling the middle Sit, of his back, sitting on, sitting on the can, more than likely, right? Yeah, eating a burger. <laughs> That's where he does his best work. <laughs> That's where he does his best eating as well, you know. Yeah. I, and yeah. and he's calculating these numbers. Uh, I imagine the eyebrows were twitching up and down as he realized that 16 plus 34 equals 50. And he had the amazing perfection of the 50, 50, 150, 500 nights. Yeah, crazy. That's euphoric, I'm sure. Do you think Sid planned all that? Yes. In advance? No, No, it's just how it works sometimes. (laughs) It's got to happen right now, right now. I know. Malcolm, give me the puck now. <laughs> or we got to wait until the next minute goes by and yeah. we can add it up somehow. Add it up to, yeah. 50. Yeah. to 150 or, you know, yeah. No, I think those things happen uh, in sports. It's very, it's very fascinating. You know, when you look into the numbers and we, we see this a lot with baseball. Um, baseball has so many ones and it's very easy yeah. to do this. Football, of course, you know, I was seeing before the Super Bowl, they were doing the uh, board with the scoring on it per quarter. You know, everybody uh-huh. does this game or people yep. do this game. Um, I'm not as familiar with it, but what they were saying basically is that you don't want to get the one column because there's not very many ones scored in football or five. Tw- 21 would be the most common maybe, but the, and, but and, rare. Maybe, and maybe 31, but you don't get a lot of 41s, 51s. You don't certainly don't get a lot of 11s. Right. You, you get no ones. You right? get no you ones. Yeah. No matter what, you can't get a one. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. So one would be uncommon. What were some of the others? Uh, five was uncommon, but if I remember it right, seven and four, I think were the ones you wanted to get on, um, because the three and the four, obviously whatever, and the seven. Um, and yeah, so I, I have never played this game. And so I was just taking it in and I was trying to log it away, but that's all I did know is if I ever play the game, I don't want to be on one. Yeah. And yeah. And the bummer of it is because we did one of these, uh, it was funny because my home prize and I were a little late. We're usually all over this, getting one set up at the pub and getting everybody on board and we decided on 
I, I believe it was Tuesday night. Uh, we decided, hey, okay, let's go ahead and do it, right? And that's, yes. <laughs> you know, five days before the game. And, and at $5 a square, that's 100 squares you've got to sell and yeah. fill. And we were worried that we might not be able, well, we had it done by Thursday. So oh, nice. We, we, wow, we everybody wanted it. Yeah, so it was an, an easy fill. And uh, the way it worked out is one person won the first quarter and the third quarter. Yeah. And another person won the second quarter and the fourth quarter. So only two people. Oh my word! Uh, wow! Out of all that, they had uh, yeah, they, they got their all money. the money. They, they won all the money. So <laughs> that's it was, awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember exactly. Well, twenty. What was it? Twenty-three to twenty-three to twenty was the final. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So three, three and zero, three and zero. was a good number, and obviously, um, I know there was some real controversy at the end of the, I believe it was the first quarter because the Bengals were right down near the goal line and time ran out on the first quarter. And I think it ended seven zero. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they quickly kicked a field goal, like on the first or second play. Oh, that's so frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) There's your three and your zero. (laughs) Yep. And I know, I know Brad, uh, was was upset because uh the rams missing the extra point cost him a bunch of money right right, right. so you got you always factor that in there too um brad's yeah. always upset isn't he isn't that always. just what the oldest always. is like they're just such upset yeah. people always yeah I'm that's sure what he's they upset. say about I'm me sure he's upset right now as <laughs> let's he's make te- him upset te- teeing it up down in <laughs> southern california somewhere i know he's on the road you know doing what retired people do yeah i hope when he hears this he's upset about all of this talk about him being upset and i hope that he uh gets a tad sunburnt today playing huh <laughs> huh take that you? buddy that's what you take get that. Yeah, yeah you want to go play golf in a nice warm area hope what's, get what's, what's with the red nose man come on yeah yeah or he was drinking a bit much. We we, we won't uh, we won't have any sunburns going on here. Uh, that's for yeah. sure. Not, not warm enough to pull that off. You'd have to be out in the sun for a while. You want to talk some football? Let's do it. Let's do All it. All right, today the three and thirteen Detroit Lions. Just wait, we already better. Talked Falcons. Can we be done? Yeah, yeah, we're done. That's right. Let's move on. Moving on. Falcons. Uh, I mean, yeah, Lions. Same Detroit thing. Okay. Lions. Three nice. and thirteen, and they were uh, so same. Wait a minute. It can't be three and thirteen. They had a tie in there, didn't they? They did. Three thirteen and tied one. The Steelers. That's right. Three thirteen and one. Because I was going to say, how did they not get the number one pick? Because that's what the Jaguars were too. But the Jaguars were three and fourteen. And the Detroit Lions, 3-13-1. So they get the second pick in this year's draft. We'll start right at the top. Jared Goff, their quarterback, is 27 years old. Only getting better, probably. It only It feels like he's a lot older than that, doesn't it? At least um, to me it does. Yeah, I mean, it does, but I see like <laughs> I, I see a lot of upside in this guy. Just because I, I know that a lot of players get better as they hit 30. Yeah. Stafford, especially quarterback has. at the quarterback position, right? It's just yeah. something that the more experience you have, the the more you've seen. As long as your body holds up, right? Uh, you know, the game slows down. So I yeah. like I like golf going <clears throat> forward. I like that you know he'll mature more. He'll he'll you know I don't. He's I already mean, been this to is a Super, number two. He's pick. already been to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and um, he was a number two pick, right? Or number, number one? Two or number one? I thought he was number one. Maybe he was one and Wentz was two, right? Maybe. So, like so yeah, I mean, we have this guy who obviously has the skill. He has the potential. Uh, he's gone to uh, the basement of the NFL. 
and he's kind of been banished because right now he's sitting at home just pissed, right? Yeah. And Thanks, where guys. Is, and, and where is his home? Did he did he actually move to Detroit or is he back? In I doubt Southern it. California? No one would is move he back to in Detroit. Southern California right now. Uh, yeah, I imagine. he's not in Detroit. Maybe. Here's a question: If you're an NFL player and you play for Detroit, you can live anywhere else, right? And just yeah. fly in. Yeah. Do you fly in for practices every day? You, you would. You would have to, right? I w- you would not live in Detroit, right? You're not living in Detroit. No. <laughs> Do they have a nice area of Detroit? No, nobody. There... Nobody lives in Detroit, right? I mean, are the mansions like? I mean, I can imagine Jared Goff sold his five million dollar starter house in L.A. and went out to Detroit, and so he could probably buy like a county, right? He could, yeah. He he could buy a, a third of the state. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he could buy could a lake. <laughs> we could go on. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think Jared Goff is like coming into his prime. I really do. So I do like the future is bright for him. And uh, yeah, under, what else under they contract got? under contract till 2025. So yes. a couple more years left there in Detroit at 33 and a half million dollars a year. So. Uh, He's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like you're, it's not like they're cutting him. No, right. <clears throat> no matter what happens, uh, moving to the running back position, uh, twenty-three years old, DeAndre Swift, uh, under contract through twenty twenty-four. He's making just two point one million dollars per year. Yeah. He's got. He's a great talent. How's, how are you doing? You got some tea over there. You got some. Yeah, I got tea. I got some water. <laughs> Here, let me just get it all cleared out now. I'm trying <laughs> to. Go. Mm-hmm. I'll hold you together for a minute. So I think DeAndre. Water, I think DeAndre Swift has an amazing bright future. Um, I'm sure he's a top ten running back uh, as far as numbers and as far as production, as far as fantasy. Um, I know that he has a. I mean, he has an exceptional future. This is his second year, and he was injured his first year. So, and um, injured and injured a bunch in the second year. I mean, it just—if he can stay yeah. healthy, I've—I've I've got him as a top five dynasty running back. <clears throat> Man, I'm struggling. Probably, uh, yeah. Uh, as a top five dynasty running back, if if the guy can stay healthy, he's 23 years old. Right. Um, you know, we know how they want to use him. He's—he's he's great around the goal line. Uh, yeah, just he has to figure out how to, to make it through a season. At 26 years old, uh, you have Jamal Williams under contract for one more year. He signed a two-year deal at $3 million per year. Yeah. Uh, also struggled a little bit with injury. Uh, and then when he got his opportunity, didn't really come through like we had hoped or thought he would, did he? Yeah, this, this was a huge letdown of all of my guys. If I could say – I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't really say bust. I couldn't really say chode. I have to say for him, it was just a letdown because what he did every time he touched the ball in Green Bay was like ferocious. He had yeah. this fire to what he was doing and he fired his team up and he was like knocking off these six yard runs every time he touched the ball and his, his pass catching ability is great and his blocking ability is great. He protects the quarterback great. And so I thought, like, man, now he's going to go over to Detroit where Swift has been injured. So Jamal's going to get his chance, and he's going to do well. I rostered him in Dynasty Leagues, and I was really hoping he would blossom last year. And he absolutely failed. So Yeah, I would call it a fail, especially when you can compare it to, right, at 25 years old, Craig Reynolds, when he got his opportunity, blew up. Right. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a, a, an offensive line thing, wasn't a team thing. Uh, the when the opportunity was there, the other guys performed, and when Williams had his chance, uh, did not. So right. yeah, I would agree. Really, really expected. Even in even if it had been 
perfect case scenario where everybody stayed healthy and it was a straight timeshare, I still thought that you would be able to start both him and Swift because there would be enough to go around and they would be effective enough uh, to make it work. And and man, he, he, he wasn't even, uh, he wasn't even playable when he was by himself. So, yeah. And, you know, listening to Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show last season, uh, Aaron Rodgers said there were like four guys that he wants to play football with always. He said four guys that he wants on his team. And one of those guys was Jamal Williams, um, just a high character guy, high intensity, trying, always smiling, always like making everyone around him feel better about everything in life. And he had nothing but amazing things to say about Jamal Williams. And so I get that he's a good leader and he's a great guy for Swift to like learn from. Mm -hmm. But when he got his chances, just fantasy numbers, it was a depressing situation last year. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. Cause we, (laughs) we both, I think we saw it coming. We thought we were like, this is, yeah, he's going to get a shot. He's going to, he's going to do it. And he did. So yeah. Brings us to Craig Reynolds, 25 years old. Uh, He's uh, he is under contract for another year through 2023. He's making eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year. Yeah, that's so, how they do in Detroit. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, not a lot of wasted there. Uh, yeah, so we'll see if he can get a little more opportunity or what. Yes. But I mean, none of these guys—they're not cutting any of these guys because none no. of them are making. I mean, Williams is the highest paid at three mil. I mean, so, the, so it's frustrating. Nothing. It's very frustrating for me as a fan of football to sit back and say that, that the Detroit Lions ownership just needs to field a team every year and they could care less about wins and losses. And that breaks my heart for the fan base. And that breaks my heart for the NFL in general to say, these are men out there doing their job. These are, these are coaching staffs that are out there trying to elevate and trying to get the best out of their people, but they're just not given the talent it takes to succeed. They're like how I grew up on like the Kansas city Royals would be like, they're a team that, you know, like the Cleveland Indians used to be. They're just kind of a joke. And they're like, that kind of has to come to an end at some point. And we need to see something get better. But in the last 20 years of my life, the Lions, Still what, waiting. The, be- the best they've <laughs> ever done is maybe eight wins. Yeah. Maybe. Win, yeah. When was the last time they were in the playoffs? I mean, I mean, it had to be Barry Sanders time. And, and when was the last time they won a playoff game? Right. Whew, yeah. So I think that I think that at some time the ownership needs to change. The uh, GM needs to be given the keys, whatever it takes. You just need to be able to go out and get free agents. I know, again, it goes back to Detroit is a sucky market. No one wants to live there. No one wants to like be part of that. But I think that there is like there's a huge opportunity there to come in and we're going to move right into wide receivers, I assume. Right. So, yep. Yeah, and it's not, and and it's not like the fan base doesn't support them. No, exactly, and that—that's my exact point. Is that it's just sad, but they do have someone right now worth talking about. They have one player on this team we're talking about. Twenty-two, twenty-two-year-old wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown under contract until twenty twenty-five, making one point one million dollars per year. Yeah, this guy, this guy is and could be the thing. Okay, he's brother of Equinemius St. Brown. Uh, I think Amon Ra, as I like to say him, the sun god, is going to light up Detroit's future. This guy is, I mean, they had Calvin Johnson, so we get it. We get it. Like, they can have a star every once in a while, but they've got to hold on to this guy. They've got to utilize him. They've got to get him some help, some other receiving core guys. 
And who knows? This offseason is the time to go get wide receivers. I think there's yeah. going to be quite a few. Should be guys available, and they're going to have money to do it. They have $21 million cap space uh, to do some moving around. So yeah. they should be able to do it. The only other wide receiver of note that is under contract. Now, there might be other guys that played for them uh, that I am missing. I've but, got a uh, guy for you. you might not but, see uh, him. But, but Quintez Cephas, at 20, is, yeah. 23 years old, uh, is under contract through 2024, making <laughs> making $900,000 a year. Um, but he is the only other wide receiver on that roster that I that, that's under contract again that I recognize the name of. So yeah, um, and and he definitely had flashes uh, this year. You know, looked pretty good at times. He's young, uh, yeah. just like St. Brown. If they could get one more stud in there uh, in their wide receiving core, get Hawkinson back and healthy. Yes, there we go. Uh, Let's talk who, some who's, Hawks. Who, who's twenty four years old uh, under contract? through 2024 making five million a year um looked great in the early season and then got hurt and then yeah. just never really came back from that so uh, but look at the core look at the core of this team in the, in the skill positions 27 23 26 25 22 23 24 yeah uh, these are young guys it's a young core uh, uh they're building that offensive line right That's, right um penny penny sewell was their uh, number one draft pick go. overall last year. So they've got uh, that foundation set. So they could do it. They could start. And he did, he did horrible. I don't think that he did well last year. Uh, I think he's got some stuff to learn. But, again, like we talked yesterday, offensive linemen also get better in their 30s. Yes. So a 23-year-old, 24-year-old offensive lineman, that's no big deal. Keep on working. Keep building. Yep. You know, each year get better. And yep. as you build that core and with your defense – and get I good hope. guys around him too, right? That's going to help right. to get some right. experience and some uh, some talent around. You can be exposed uh, when the rest of the offensive line around you is bad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it can exactly. make make everyone look bad. So you know, well, jury's still hope, out on. Sewell. I hope that they can. Yeah, and I just I just hope that the the Lions, obviously, as you point out right there, is a bunch of youth. I hope they can keep a guy like Hawkinson. I hope that they can. I hope that Goff can just buy in, not get caught up in the whole, like, I just left a team that won the Super Bowl thing. I hope he can just buy in and just go to work, make his $30 million, maybe eventually $40 million a year, and just just get this team, like, better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get them moving in the right direction. That division uh, is going to be falling apart. So it's yeah, anything... it's, it, it, it's winnable. I mean, yeah, it's definitely winnable here soon. Uh, the Bears are not getting better at all. Sorry, Abides. Sorry, the Abides. Packers are absolutely getting worse as soon as uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae leave. And you have the Vikings that the Vikings have no the Vikings. idea who they are. <laughs> yeah, the Vikings don't care. You could have 15 99-rated players on the Vikings, and they would still be a six-win team. Yeah. So I don't understand yeah. it. Vikings yeah. are the biggest anomaly in sports, and we'll talk to them soon, hopefully. And again, uh, you know – the, the critics will say, you know, oh, great, we're listening to Detroit Lion football. Yep. Yeah, but again. We're getting it out of the way, it, at least. <laughs> yeah, and it's fantasy relevant. I'm sorry, but but DeAndre Swift is is rostered everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown won some people championships last year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Hawkinson is, is a stud. He's a top five tight end when he's healthy. So uh, just because the team sucks does not mean – uh, that for fantasy purposes, right. that we should not be talking about these guys and where they fit in. Uh, now we can also talk golf real quickly. Something we didn't mention is I'm pretty sure. Now I don't know. I don't have the stats, but my 
my heart is telling me that he has not had a season where he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. Okay. Uh, he's no Brett Favre. Like we have to go back and think like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Like Brett Favre threw for 4,000 yards a year, but he had like, you know, 20 touchdowns and 20 interceptions. Let's say let like golf is not doing that. Okay. Goff yeah. is going to throw for 4,500 yards. He's going to, he's going to have, you know, 30 touchdowns and probably 16 interceptions. Maybe, yeah. maybe yes. at the worst, he's a very serviceable quarterback and he's also very rosterable and startable here in the future because their defense is not that great. And that just means there's a lot of garbage time and catch up time. Exactly. Exactly. Especially in two quarterback leagues. Uh, He's probably playing every week. Two quarterback leagues. (laughs) Yeah. That, that thing. Right. So looking to the future, the draft, (laughs) the draft picks for the lions, they have two first rounders. They've got the number two, obviously the number two overall pick. And then the number 27, they have the number 34 in the second round. They have a couple third rounders the 66 and then they get a compensatory pick uh they actually have three compensatory picks for guys that they lost to free agency last year uh the number 98 and then they jump to the fifth round (laughs) wait wait would that be kenny galladay would be one of those probably yeah which is a win right win win? win. you just got the 98th pick for yeah third round third rounder for a compensatory pick is pretty good yeah, for a guy who got uh, like had twelve catches. four catches, yeah, <laughs> stupid. Uh, number five, their fifth rounder is one seventy-seven. They have two sixth rounders, one eighty-one and two seventeen, and then they finish up with two seventh rounders, two thirty-three, two forty-seven. So they've got, uh, you know, they've got some picks to to do some stuff with. And yeah. again, those first three picks, the number two, the twenty-seven, and the thirty-four, those are quality picks. They'll be able yeah. to get guys whether you know whether they are looking to shore up the defense again trying to get that one more wide receiver they're obviously set at quarterback they're not doing anything there um and they're good at running back they're not doing anything there yeah so and and tight end so so you spend one of those high high picks on uh on a stud wide receiver and then start you know working on that offensive line and defense line and defense yeah you're gonna be you're gonna be middle linebacker searching here you're looking for that anchor. So you're going to go out and draft three or four linebackers and hope you get somebody who's just mean and is making tackles and can change the identity of the defense. That's maybe probably a, maybe, where maybe a look. pass rushing linebacker type possibly you know, hybrid, right? Throw yeah. I mean, go out and find the next uh, Nick Bosa in a late round, you know, somebody who wants to be somebody, you know, and they, and they struggled with some injuries, but uh, yeah, they, they could use a little help in the defensive backfield as well. But uh you know? But who can't? Yeah, <laughs> Every exactly. Needs Everybody needs help there, right? Mm-hmm. So that's your cool. Detroit Lions. I mean, we're plugging through nice. three, like three down, twenty-nine to go. Who knows who we'll talk about tomorrow? You know, can we talk about a winning team? Can you mix it up a bit? Nope. Please, nope. Oh, please. Nope. And oh we already God. covered the Falcons. We did <laughs> two for Kyle, one special Kyle today. Pitts, two for one. So got them covered. Jeez yeah. Louise, that is yeah. sad. Okay, cool. Well, that was good. Let's get out of here. Let's get now. Let's call it a a Thursday morning so we can get to work. For the Fantasy Blink, I am the commission. He is Quintus Maximus. Everybody have a great day. We are over and out. See ya.